All right. I'm going to start it right now. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we uh, we have our fearless beer review. We have our vinyl talk about the stuff we picked up and listened to this last week. That leads into the uh, songs of the week. And then we finish it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Go to Apple Podcasts. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us. And there. follow us on social media. All of our social media handles are Asinine Radio. So get into that. Uh, we have a phone number you can call, leave a voicemail, send us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. And we also have a Discord server if you want to join that. Let us know. Reach out to us. We'll send you that link. And uh, just hang out with us. So that's it for the boring intros. Let's get right into the Fearless Beer Review. Jeff, what do you got? Go. I have... Oh, psh, I heard your beer open. Hell yeah. Try to sneak it by me, but I hear all. I hear <laughs> all. I have a, uh, a local, local, local boy from um, Sleepy Dog Brewery. It's a stout. It's a peanut butter... I think it's called peanut butter snout stout. Oh, yummy. Yeah. It's um, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Dude, what the fuck's going on here? Have you had it yet? Yeah, I've, I've had it before. It was one of the first beers we had when we moved out here. And, um, oh, okay. I, it looks like in 2019, Mike, friend of the pod, Mike, checked it in over here too. So oh, that's, okay. That's interesting. Let's see when I checked it in. I checked it in... Actually, on the pod, I had it. December 6, 2018. That was the first time I had it. No shit. Yeah. Because I was right after you guys moved out there. There's a picture of me with my headset on and the beer. <laughs> Wet Snout Peanut Butter Stout. That's what it's called. Wet. I like that name, though. I like yeah. that name. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole, like, dog theme, and it's, you know, it's, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Adorable. It's cute. Adorbs. Yeah. There used to be a couple breweries, but they've been since shut down but now there's only one up in tempe and it's it's a small one but i think they have they have like a very dog friendly patio and it's in yeah, it's in a nice area but the but the beer's good and i have it on, on tap now so we have a light lager and a stout on tap I'm getting wild over so that we house. just like we just don't ever have to leave ever <laughs> which you don't really do anyway i know and now unless it's you even, go to the record store <laughs> i know now it's even worse <laughs> so yeah that's so that's uh that's what, That's what you got. Oh. Okay. So I have something new. This came out just in o- early October, October 4th, actually, of this year. Uh, it's from Stone Brewery. It is another hazy. I, I don't know why I just keep going back to hazies, but it seems like all these breweries just keep making new ones every month. So it's kind of annoying. But this one is called Cloud Gazer Hazy IPA. It's, uh, it says it's a sky high haze. So there you go. Whatever that means. Is it Cloud uh, Hazer? Cloud Gazer. Oh. What? What? You you wouldn't have liked Cloud Hazer? I mean, it would have been super cheesy, but kind of funny, I guess. <laughs> oh, you like cheesy. You like cheesy. That's true. Uh, this is seven and a half percent ABV, forty-five IBUs. Like I said, this is this is barely a month old. It just came out. Uh, you can only get it here in California. It's not distributed anywhere else. You can only get it in a twenty-two ounce bottle, as well as draft. So, with that being said, it smells kind of spicy. 
Uh, so I'm not really looking forward to it. But you like know, a, whatever. Like a like a like a cinnamon additive type of spicy, <sighs> or like a jalapeno spicy. Like a hot, like almost like a jalapeno spice. That's gross. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like it. But Dude. here we go. Let, let, let's okay, try. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, what do you think of yours? Your stout, I mean, I, your I've, stout. I've had mine before. I've never had it on, on tap not? like this. Actually, I've never had it on tap anywhere because I've never seen it on tap ex- except until recently. But um, it's it's delicious. It's fantastic. It's it's more like a Reese's than it oh, is okay. like a Hershey's. You know, there's a little bit of that peanut buttery chocolate like a Reese's has rather than just a straight chocolate like a Hershey's. But then you can also get peanut butter stouts that are more dry. Like, if you ever had mm-hmm. organic peanut butter with no, like, sugar added to it or anything? How yeah. It's just dry. Yeah, it's not nearly as good. It's not. It's, it's, it's like, crumbling gross, and it's, yeah. it's just dumb. Add, add kind of honey garbage. at least. You know what I mean? <laughs> add, at least add honey. But uh, that's, that's what this is. This is, like, a nice, good, sweet stout, but it's not too sweet. And it's not too milky. Okay. It's good, man. It's delicious. It's fantastic. I'd be, I'd be interested in it. Mm-hmm. I'd, be, I'd definitely be interested in it. The peanut butter... The peanut butter is what, you know, gets yeah. me on that one. Oh, so I love some good peanut butter, man. Dude, peanut butter's fantastic. I know. It's crazy to me that people don't like it. it it's, it's it's wrong. So it's it's they're 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 wrong. They're objectively <sighs> wrong. I buy these and little just, these no, little I like even know. I buy these little one offs now, like the little like GIF cup cups. Yeah, maybe yeah. like three ounce like a two ounces of peanut butter in it, just in case you need like that emergency peanut butter on the go. <laughs> Sometimes you do. Yeah, sometimes you do. And then if you're, like, talk- if, you're if you're real desperate, all you, like you don't even like have a scooper, you just shove your tongue in it and just eat the peanut butter out of it. Oh the yeah, that's what cup. you got to do. Yeah, yeah. Like a that. fucking disgusting animal. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to make sure nobody's looking at you. Yeah, it's so embarrassing. Oh, it's because it's, yeah. it's just it's so <laughs> foul. It's so gross. It is. Oh my god, I think I've talked about it on the pod before, but. When I was a kid, one time there was almost an entire full jar of Jif peanut butter, and I ate the entire thing, yes. like over three quarters of it, and I got so sick. I got so fucking sick. Yeah, but that's a lot. That's just a lot. That's of a calories lot of fucking peanut butter. Fat. Yeah. My God. I think I was like, I think I was like nine or ten years old, and I was just walking around the neighborhood, walking around Fairmont Hill and Woodgate, and just just chowing down on peanut butter by myself. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> As a fucking weirdo, but yeah, I got really sick from that. <laughs> anyway, uh, my cloud gazer. So this one, uh, it, it tastes more like just a regular IPA. It doesn't, or like a double IPA. It doesn't really, it's not citrusy really. It's not that great actually. So kind of disappointed by by cloud gazer. Why did I say gazer like that? That was weird. I didn't say weird. Yeah, gazer. I know. Gazer. It's not a phaser. Um, <laughs> gazer. Gazer. Blazer. There's no, there's uh, no jalapeno taste to it, or no spiciness. No, no jalapeno taste, but there's like a bite to it, like like a piney bite, pine bite. Some okay. might say PB, sure. Uh, yeah, PB. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not really digging this. I would, I wouldn't get it again. So we have a three point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer. You're gonna, uh, you're gonna continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So what would you give your stout? Uh, that's two point seven five. Nah, I'll, I'll do two point eight. No, I'll do 2.75. 2.75. 2.75. give it a three, huh? Um, no. I think I think with just a little bit more carbonation, which I could probably just add, but a little bit more carbonation, I'd probably 
I'd probably like it a little bit better. But okay. I mean, at this point, I'm just I'm just nitpicking. Maybe even just like a little bit of a like a little bit of vanilla on the tail end. I think I'd I'd like. Oh, okay, interesting. But, I mean, otherwise, it's fucking good. I bought a I'm keg of it. I, I got 55 more beers of it to drink. So <laughs> I know you and Sloan gonna mm-hmm. drink that. <laughs> How much was that keg of? Because uh, it's a stout. Stouts are generally more expensive keg wise. Ninety bucks. Ninety bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. It's like a dollar an hour. Jesus. <laughs> 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 all right. So my uh. My cloud, my oh, whoa, oh, my cloud gazer is. Uh, I'm gonna have to give this one a 1.75. I'm oh. never gonna go back to it, but it's not bad. I just there's so many other better IPAs, hazies, everything like that. I just never go back to it. So shame on you, Stone Brewery. Shame on you. Okay. Maybe yeah, they, they should just stop brewing this. It's not that great. <laughs> not that great. There's there's a stout in that box that I gave you. All the beers you've got to oh. try. It. It's so fucking gross. <laughs> it's like I think it's like twelve percent, and it's made with with oh. like very spicy chilies. Oh, no, that's disgusting. Oh, I, I don't dude, even want to try that. So gross. You've got to try it. <laughs> there's nothing appealing about that. Twelve yeah. percent stout. That had that was made with chilies, and it's like yeah, actually like, spicy. Like, like you're like, wow, that was kind of spicy. I need a little bit of water now. That's it's so, <laughs> disgusting. That's so disgusting. Like it made me want to vomit when I tried it. That is very dis- oh, dude. That's- you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Drink it warm too. It's been in the sunroom f- since I brought it home. Oh my god! Not even in the refrigerator. <laughs> Some of those beers you you guys would probably like. There's a couple IPAs in there. There's a couple lagers in there. It's just mm. we. I just don't like them, and some of those those seltzers. I mean, throw them in the fridge. I personally don't. I'm like not a those. seltzer boy, though. Yeah, I'm but like just... Ryan is, and and I'm sure Balin probably likes seltzers because uh, what else is he like? I don't know. Yeah, but he doesn't. I don't know. He doesn't really drink. Uh, I don't know. And what then, do but, you know? I don't know. I don't really know anything, honestly. I, I don't even know why I'm doing this podcast because I know nothing. Okay, so we got anything else on uh, Fearless Beer Review? Should we move on? Um, yes, we, we should, we, oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, did your boy, what, what's, what's a, what's your beer called? Snout, snout, stout? <laughs> wet <laughs> snout, wet snout, stout. Snout, stout. Let's see if Raul said anything. Cause he didn't, he hasn't said anything about my cloud gazer, but wow. Fun beer advocate is so fast. Terrible, terrible sight. Anyway, who cares? He probably didn't because I doubt they they distribute. Out to California. Well, I'm already here. So, oh my God. Then I got to log in. (laughs) 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 Well, there's only 14 reviews. So I can just, I can scroll through them real quick. Who is this R dev guy? Oh no. Oh wow. That's not what I thought it was at all. So like next to the ratings, there's this thing called like, it says R lowercase R capital D E V or capital D Mm -hmm. and then E V. And I thought that was just a guy that I've always seen post stuff, but I think that has to do with like a, like a, a descriptor for beer advocate. <laughs> but I always thought the guy was just rating a lot of beers. That's cool. Okay, yeah, it doesn't look like Raul. Uh, he has Left a review for you, yeah. There was only one review for mine because it is so new, but maybe someday Raul will will leave something for my uh, my cloud gazer. So <laughs> anyway, let, let's move on. Yeah. Let's move on to the vinyl stuff. What, yeah. what do you got? What'd you pick up? What'd you listen to this week? Go. Yeah. Well, first things first, and hmm. that is at the drive-in relationship of command. Fucking I, finally, man! I, I just finally got through my second listen of it. Um, I'm gonna keep it. You better. 
or I'd be so mad if you stole. Oh, dude, I'd be so irritated if you sold it. I mean, to be honest, like if it, uh, if 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 a cheap copy copy comes up copy. in like the fifty dollar range, I'll buy it of of, mm. of the actual pressing, and then I'll sell this one. But until then, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to pay more than fifty dollars. I already have it, and this pressing sounds great. It's it's allowed. Sometimes, sometimes when things like drop in, for instance, in in filade, in filade, mm-hmm. when like like parts of the drop, they don't they don't hit as hard. It just seems like they they turned up the pre-drop a little bit louder, and then oh, I see what you, you know mean. what I mean. Like it doesn't drop yeah. as as boisterous and hard and as aggressive. Like going into the the chorus, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's that's only a couple times on the album since the album doesn't have a lot of, a lot of really big dynamic like that. It's all pretty straightforwardly like aggressive and and frantic. Mm-hmm. But other mm-hmm. than that, I mean, it sounds it sounds it sounds great for like a thirty dollar copy of Without the Driving. Are you kidding me? You joking? Or thirty dollar right boot? Thirty dollar yeah. boot? Dude, and it's like the, and it's on yellow. And it's not just like a yellow. It's like a vibrant highlighter yellow. Like it pops and it it's. It looks great and it album's great, so I have nothing bad to say about it, good, and I'm good. super happy with it. Good, 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 good. Yes. I'm glad. Yeah, considering right, the alternative. So yeah, true. I mean, you don't want to. Obviously, you don't want to spend a little bit more for the a real copy, but that's fine. Well, it's like a hundred dollars. Well, that's fine. It possibly even a hundred dollars more than what this one costs. <laughs> that's crazy talk. So. Uh, Next thing I got, right. I already have an I already have a live album by the Beach Boys, but the live al- the live album that I have is um is is like a pre Pet Sounds live album by the Beach. Am I saying live album weird? I feel like I'm saying live mm-hmm. and then instead of album, I'm saying A L V I U M album, live album. <laughs> That's what I feel like I'm saying. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it, but I I hope you are saying it like okay. That. Li- live record by the Beach live Boys. Album. Live album. Yes. this one this one's just called again the beach boys in concert one was called beach boys concert this one's called beach boys in concert this is Is 1973 there's there's one that looks just like goofy ass early beach boys and they're all wearing like barbershop quartet shirts and Mm -hmm. it looks fucking dumb but there's in this one that that looks a little bit more a little bit more of the 70s era kind of a cooler looking cover is it like an actual shot of like the crowd, like red and black, like with the lights and everything? Yeah, it has the it has the horse, like the 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 caricature from Surfs Up, the album Surfs Up. Mm-hmm. It has that on it, and but yeah, there is a shot of the crowd, and the crowd's like in red from the light behind. What yeah, I that's the one Brian. I have. Dude, this album is killer. It's so good. This was it's buried. Good. This was buried in like the lots that I had. And I, I just, I was flipping through the lot again. I mean, there's a thousand albums out, albums out there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, I was like, oh, cool, like another, another Beach Boys live record. Let me see what this one is mm-hmm. like. And then I noticed that it was, it was post Pet Sounds. I said, okay, this, this may be cool then because now they're getting a little bit more into like building songs instead of just writing the same song kind of forty five times. And this is uh, this is fucking amazing. This is so goddamn good. The Beach Boys is this is like post peak of the Beach Boys, like right after. And they had this guy Blondie Chaplin playing, who was just a big tour bass player, I guess. He played with the Stones for many years, but this guy, dude, this guy fucking slays. He is so squirrely, so melodic. He is just leaps and bounds hmm. better than 
any bass playing I've ever heard on any Beach Boy album. It is unbelievable how good this dude is. And I guess there was I've like I've never even heard of him. I'd never heard of him either. And even even looking at his like his his discography and the things that he's played on, nothing like really really stands out. He's just more of like a like a like a studio guy, a session dude. But he also went on tour for many years with the Stones as like a rhythm guitarist, I think. But hmm, um, okay, th- th- there's no dubs on this other than like there's one small like vocal harmony part that they added in. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there's like no dubs. It's very very raw. You can even hear Brian give like small stage directions to the other guys sometimes. Oh, that's weird. It's just it's fucking so cool, and it's just. God damn, dude, the Beach Boys in like the late sixties, early seventies were just so fucking good. I'm maybe I don't have that one. Because I've listened to it. Maybe I don't have it because I don't remember I don't remember any of that. Or hearing that kind of stuff. Maybe I don't have that one. The I mean like the stage direction parts are very, very quiet and there are times we'll we'll he'll tell them like like, you know, like be quiet during this or like come in the chorus louder or something like that before they start mm. the song. And it's just it's really cool. Like just to not not tune that out is something that's really cool. Yeah, it is. It is. I dig. So this is this is fantastic. This is great Beach Boys and I love the Beach Boys and Beach Boys at their best. I've said it once and I'll say it again. Beach Boys at their <sighs> best are exponentially better than the Beatles at their best. You're so stupid. Fact. No, that's that's wrong. That's very wrong. Beach, Beach Boys, Boys are great, but no. Beach nothing. Boys at their worst are aren't as bad as are worse than the Beatles at their worst, but uh, Beach Boys at their best are are leaps and bounds better than you're cra- you're the crazy, man. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Just saying, I call them as I see them. It's all I can do. And you call them wrong sometimes. The this next is thing, one of those times. The next thing that I have is I forgot that I got that 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 uh, Jerry Garcia box set. Remember Jerry? That Jerry Garcia box set where it Which just be- before the dead. And it has all of his stuff that he. Oh, the he one I got doing. at fingerprints, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five five LPs, and so yeah, um, I couldn't believe you wanted it. <laughs> I I jumped into it again, and and my God, it's called Before the Dead. It's five it's five discs. It pretty much showcases all all recordings, all known recordings of of him playing with just local bands, and they're predominantly like folk driven bluegrass stuff. But I'm on record two now, and I'm trying to do like record by record and really get into it and listen to it. And you can you can hear like a progression of uh-huh. just him getting like better and better as a guitarist, as a singer, and then just kind of like leading a band. Because the first disc was just kind of him and Robert Hunter doing acoustic stuffs together at a at like a 16 year old girl's party. Remember I told you where you can yeah, hear like yeah. the girl ask everybody if if she if they want any more food. But now they're playing like radio stations and Phil Lash, their bass player, worked at a local radio station and they got to play. That's kind of how they they got in with Phil Lash, the bass player for Grateful Dead many years is he worked at a local radio station in Stanford. And so this one's cool because it's just it's very folk driven. And this this whole folk revival of the early 60s and like Jerry was a part of it. Jerry. and this was at this was at a time where he was like 19 and he was in like a car accident and the guy that was driving the car died and Jerry got thrown from the car through the windshield literally got like Shit. thrown from his shoes and just like broke his collarbone and that was it and the car fucking tumbled down like Palos Verde wherever it was 
And that was, that was, he was kind of like, oh, fuck, maybe I'm here for a reason. Maybe I need to be better. And that's when he really buckled down and started really focusing on music. And this, this record kind of showcases that period of his life where he's getting more serious about the music. And so he plays mm-hmm. the banjo mostly. And holy shit, dude, this guy can rip at the banjo. Just fucking tear it up. Oh my God. He is so really? good. So like there's this there's this there's this technique. I forgot what it's called, but but Earl Scruggs, banjo player, mm-hmm. he used to play this way where he would he would detune his banjo and retune his banjo as he's playing it. So he'd go from like a an uh a, a standard tuning to like an open tuning. And so you can hear yeah. when he's playing the notes, they go kind of like a slide <laughs> guitar, but it's very, very noticeably different. And Jerry does the same okay. thing. He, it's, it's, it's on point. Like he can do the same thing. So you watch like videos of guys doing it and they're picking with their right hand and tuning with their left hand. And it's like, that's crazy talk. Like, what are you doing? It is. It's pretty fucking wild. And it got to the point where, where he was doing it so often that he just like drilled holes in his banjo to where he he knew he needed to tune like the peg just so he could do it real quick and then get it over with and then keep going and then do it back again because he was doing <laughs> it so often. I see I had no idea he played at all. Yeah, dude. I always guy, thought it was just guitar and that was it. He fucking slays at the banjo. He he's he's really, really good at the banjo. I honestly I think like I like his banjo playing more than his guitar playing when it's just like a studio version of a recording. Live thing li- mm-hmm. live stuff, I think he's just like him and his guitar on this like weird Bradley Knoll level in my eyes, just very yeah. very in tune with himself and what he wants his guitar to say. I like that. I mean, fuck, I want to get into this band so bad, but that Working Man's Dead, I just I couldn't I couldn't get into it. I just could not. Overall, I mean, Jerry I mean, Garcia is just he's he's a folk he's a folk player. He's a folk player at heart. He just also so happened to really like lead the way in the psychedelic realm, but he. He's a folk artist through and through. Seems like Jerry also, he was never young. Like, he never looked young. Yeah. He was always old looking. And, like, Steve Martin always looks old. Yeah. Has well, I mean, old. I mean, Steve Martin always looks old, much like Morgan Freeman. I always picture just looking old. Jerry was just yeah. always kind of ugly. <laughs> I mean, like, it sucks and it's sad, but he's just, he was always just kind of like ugly. And Phil, or Bob Weir was always like the, the heartthrob of the group. And he got all the groupies. And so everyone else was just left with. You know, whoever couldn't get with Bob Weir, I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's sad. But damn, good stuff. And then and dur- during this time too, like just to show you where where music and how in tune music was with politics, there was a there was a guy running for sheriff of uh, whatever town they were living in, some Palos Verde adjacent town that I don't mm-hmm. remember. But they played a show for getting this guy elected a sheriff. But they played a show on the back of a flatbed truck while driving through the city. Like promoting this guy as sheriff. And it was oh, that's like weird. Jerry Garcia and just two other dudes. <laughs> Good stuff. What city was it? You you don't remember what city it was? I can't remember what city it was. It was some fucking dumbass city. I don't care about. But Palos, but Palos Verdes. They I thought they were more Bay Area. Yeah, they were Bay Area, but he moved to Palos Verdes. I think before. Oh, okay. And then eventually settled up there. The fuck city was now? I don't remember what city it was. To be honest. <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, who cares about what city it is? Some dumb California city I don't care about anymore. <laughs> now that you fled the state. Yeah, California is stupid. Only for stupid idiots that live there. It's for dummies. For dummies. <laughs> the next thing 
is New Riders of the Purple Sage. Speaking of Jerry Garcia. Jerry. Didn't you, this, didn't you already talk about this one? No. I, did, oh, I have like did. six other albums. They're all, they're all oh, okay, maybe that's fucking bangers. I gave you one also. That's right, yeah. yeah uh, I have quite, I have quite the backlog right yeah, now. That's all no, right. I haven't. Quite the backlog right now. This is like... This is like their their seventh album it's from nineteen seventy five. They so like they started this album. Jerry Garcia started this album with other people in the scene in the early sixties, and they specifically modeled this band to sound like the Bakersfield sound of country music. Okay. And your album that I gave you was like their third or fourth, and that's kind of like the last time where they really embraced it and didn't become like country rock. This is pretty straightforward country rock. But it's still fucking really good because that Bakersfield Buck Owens country sound is still there. Yeah. And I this love one, that tone. like Jerry had already left the band after the first album, but he comes back and he helps produce, he mixes, he plays pedal steel guitar, he plays guitar, he helps a lot. It's kind of like his band. And this one, mm-hmm. he comes in and plays guitar in pretty much half of the songs. But Sly Stone from Sly and the Family Stone, he oh, okay. he, he sings and plays keys on this and. It's it's a fucking banger of an album, and these guys are all like these albums are always so cheap. Like the most I've seen is their first album in like super mint condition, with the original like inner sleeve, and it was six dollars. That's fucking cheap as hell. They're fucking dirt cheap, and I it's it's it sucks because they're really really good, but um, the cover art is, is absolutely awful. It's terrible. It's one of the worst I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Why? What's wrong? It's with so it? fucking bad. It just shows the, the five guys. Bursting through a picture of like a skyline. Wait, what's it called again? It's called uh, "New Rise of the Purple Sage." What a time! What a time to be alive! What did, what did I just say? Oh, oh, what a mighty time! Okay. Oh, what a mighty time! Let's just, see. Let's see what this looks like. It's just so fucking cheesy. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so ugly. It kind of reminds me of a uh, Ninja Turtles or something. Yeah. No, it, I don't know it, why. Very, it reminds me of Ninja Turtles because it's very cartoony and, and silly, and <laughs> like so I don't know, they're breaking the fourth wall just in that picture, and it's it's yeah. dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> That's very dumb. Fuck them. I don't know. That's I a good album, dumb. though. If if you like the album that I gave you, you'll like pretty much a lot of the stuff that I've already listened to. At least their first handful of records. Mm-hmm. I hope I like it. I, 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 I hope so too. Probably that much. <laughs> But you thought I would really like Working Man's Dead, and that was—I didn't think you would like it. I just, I just, I chose that because it's my favorite of their albums. Okay, all right. Doesn't have my favorite so, song by them, but it is my favorite album by them. It wasn't bad. It really, it really wasn't bad. It's just not my thing. Actually, the all other right, day, so what else you got? The what? other day when I was picking up my 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 kegs, my my favorite song by Grateful Dead is Crazy Fingers from Blues for Allah. And on the way to pick up the keg, I listened to one recording a live recording that was 16 minutes. And on the way home, I listened to another one that was 14 minutes of the same song. And they're so good. Are, are they different or are they yeah, they're pretty different. much the same? <laughs> they, they start, they start the same. It's the same kind of like mm-hmm. picking in the, in the beginning. And I mean, the hook is just, is recognizable, but, uh, the journey in the middle is completely different. The journey is the destination. Somebody exactly. Say. But that is on the no, no list. What about me? Next thing I got is 10 Years <laughs> After. 10 oh, Years yeah. After. I have that record I have to listen to. This is their live album. <laughs> <laughs> and this was uh, 1973. 1973. There's, uh, mm-hmm. again, this one has supposedly no dubs, no additives, just fucking 10 years after. And it's 
dude, it's fucking good. It is so goddamn good. And I'm not even just saying that because this band's really cool. This is amazing. We're talking seven to ten minute drum solos, ten minute fucking just jam sessions over and over. Just a lot of music overall with very little talking or anything in between. And I thought it was a little bit weird that they weren't like, oh, thanks for coming out or anything like that. They But they seemed just very like humble and awkward because the first thing they do when they come out, he says, in a really weird, like I'm frightened to even be here type of way, he says, hello to the crowd. And there was probably like 10,000 people there. <laughs> and the he, singer comes out and says, hello. <laughs> and they start <laughs> playing. And then I was thinking like, what would you say to 10,000 fucking people? Yeah, it's true. Like like, like these guys, I, I don't know how big they are like in, in England, be, but like I've never heard of them until we started collecting the vinyls. So oh, maybe you did. You did give me that. Give me that one record. Was it Stonehenge or something like that? Yeah, yeah. That was a really good record. Yeah, but I like did we, really did we would never have listened to these guys. Just no, because no. there's just too many groups to listen to. But they were really big. They sold a lot of copies, and so there's no doubt. Like these big shows they were playing were probably to ten thousand people. What do you say to ten thousand people? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, that's what he says. He comes out, he says, hello. <laughs> but not like, hello, Wisconsin. You know, it's just like very, yeah. hello. <laughs> Timid. Yeah. Sounds it's very so, much like that. It's so cool. It's just so organic sounding, you know, very, I don't know, very, very honest. Very honest. I'm interested. I'm interested in listening to that. To that. Ugh, I'm interested in listening to that as well. This is this is my favorite thing that I've listened. I've now I have like five of their al- their records. I'm not gonna say album anymore. I'm gonna say records. I don't like saying album. I think I like say album. 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 I have like five of their records now, and this is my favorite that I have. Okay. Well, you you're a big live record guy. So I know, dude. I just I've been missing out on all these years. I I, I you used I to like, hate live records too. I like some because I always I always just figured if you weren't there, then the fuck's the point. But some <laughs> some bands like pride themselves on on being a lot like Kiss. Like honestly, mm-hmm. it was Kiss is Alive that changed my mind, because Kiss and it's in the, very good in the studio are just fucking lame. They're just a lame band. I don't care. They're lame. <laughs> but damn, dude, that live that live album was just. Oh, I was okay. very surprised by that. I get it. I get it. All right. So what else you got? That's it. That's it. That's, That's all it? for this week. Yeah. Okay. That that leads me to my uh, my pick of the week, my song of the week. Ah yes. I- and that's uh, Mr. Les Baxter, and his, his the song is called Sabre Dance from a uh, 1959 album called Wild Guitars. Did you say Sabre Dance? Yeah. Remember? Saber? Like The Office? Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Like, <laughs> 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 I wasn't sure if like you, you, if that, if you were joking or whatever. But. I was going to say Saber, but then if people like, all, you know, there are millions of people listening. They're going to go, they're going to type Saber and never, never find it, so they'll never know. So you gotta say Sabre. Yeah, Sabre. Um, yeah, this is uh this is this is the first song opening this out al- this this record. Fucking album. Album. Your, album. 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 That's how you, <laughs> every time you say that, that's what I was thinking of too. So this is uh this is this is kind of at the tail end of of his like space age thing. Cause that was like in the mid fifties and now he's already kind of going out of that i mean we're, he did so many things in such little time like he's these genres skips so fast and yeah. like i didn't know that he wrote quiet village that's like his song yeah that was his that that's why he him and well him and martin denny are considered the fathers of godfathers of uh exotica 
but yeah, Les Baxter wrote that like three years before Martin Denny came they, on the scene or something. Les Baxter wrote that like ten years before Martin Denny dropped his first album. Record was it ten? I don't think it was ten years. It was I like think it was. It was almost ten. It was I think it was like eight or, or nine years. It was because Exotica came on fifty eight. I think it was fifty eight. I think Baxter wrote it in fifty four or fifty five. No, he wrote it in like fifty or fifty one. Did he really? Okay. It was so fucking early, and that I I was like, holy shit, dude! This guy was was uh, I don't know. This, I mean, he wrote a lot of music. To be fair, true. Yeah, just just there's a lot of records out three, there. four records a year. Plus, he had it was Les Baxter and his orchestra, and they're writing music mm-hmm. and. People complain or, or accuse Les Baxter of hiring ghostwriters and then pretending that he didn't do it and saying that he wrote all the stuff himself. And there's a whole thing going on with it. I don't know, but <laughs> this is always good. It's always good to hear to hear cool '50s guitar sounds and tones, and then mixed in with with genres that we have not been listening to for 25 years. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's the exact itch that this scratched, and I'm very. Very happy I went back into the record lot and, and flipped through them again because this was in there. Yeah, I would I would have taken this. I didn't I didn't see it. Does it have the same cover that's on Spotify or no? No, no, no. no. no okay. I posted I the so. I posted on our Instagram. It, that's that's the cover it has. I mean, it's oh, fucking clear as day. It's you can't like you can't miss it. I don't I don't know. I just maybe it, I skipped it because there there have been a couple of times when I've been kind of burned by Les Baxter. Because I don't really like his big band stuff, and he does have a lot of it, so it's kind of hard to remember. Actually, it's very hard to remember what is not big band and what is. So, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah, I got a Les Baxter like a month ago that was so fucking good. Anyway, should we play a little bit of this song? Play a little bit of the song. All right, here we go. Here's a uh, Sabre dance from uh, the Les Baxters. You go saber dance from Les Baxter. That's so good. <laughs> it's and then the the song. It's like a traditional song, right? It's from a ballet. It's from a, like a, a. It's a. It's it's a movement from the uh, f- the final act of a ballet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Yeah, I mean, like it's it's a very it's a very recognizable song. song. Yeah, yeah. You hear like, like old Looney Tunes it. cartoons all the time. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. I was just gonna say that mm-hmm. Looney Tunes uses that song so much. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think it's about. I think I think the song itself is about two two guys with with sabres fighting each other. <laughs> two so fucking sabres, yeah. I don't think I'll ever say the other word again. I think I'll just say sabres yeah. for the rest of my life. <laughs> What's the song in the office? I was trying to think of it. I don't, I don't know what they uh, use to to remind or to rhyme with sabre because it's so dumb. I don't either. But it's like Dunder Mifflin and sabre. That was like that part of the song. But then I forgot the word that they were gonna rhyme it with, and then it ruined the whole song. Yeah, <laughs> and they couldn't <laughs> sing it. <laughs> oh my god, I love that show. Who doesn't? Good love stuff. That show? No, it's good. It's fantastic. All right, so there you go. We got Les Baxter. Always good stuffs. Uh, you got anything else on that one? Nope. That is it. That is all. That is it. That is all. All right. So moving on to, to my vinyl pickups or what I've listened to. I have a very, very, very short list. Uh, I just haven't had time this week because we recorded this episode, fuck, on when, or the last episode less than five days ago. So I haven't had much time. But the first thing here that I listened to was Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory. First oh. record out October 2000 i mean we just did this episode maybe a year ago and uh, on the pod so we broke that record down so there's a lot of information on that so if you want to go check that out please go do it go listen to old episodes because we're the best but i mean that's true i mean yeah hybrid theory i mean you you can't go wrong with this record and this um this pressing is just dynamically it just sounds so good like it doesn't because this is a fairly cheap record and but it doesn't sound cheap it was it just this record is just so good. I don't know. I, I and I just I know still know every fucking word to every song on this record. <laughs> no, even when you don't listen to it for years, you still know it because I fucking listen to this damn thing so many times. But I mean, you have the big bangers like you know Paper Cut, um, With You, another banger. I think you didn't even like With You, right? Yeah, that was one that you didn't like. No, with no. I mean, I don't think I disliked any of them. I I just. It's knowing that you do know all of the words to every single song, and <laughs> like honestly, like in the end is is one that I I don't oh, really God, like so that sick much. Of that song. Yeah, but so I mean, with the stupid piano too. Oh. But every time I'm I'm in front of a piano, I still play the song. I still play that part. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> oh, it's terrible, terrible. But then by myself, really, really great, aggressive, underrated song from them. They rarely ever played it live, but damn, I love that song too. It's a great record. Um, so yeah, I, I got that one from, you picked that one up for me, I think at Nichols, right? Yeah. Or was it Nichols? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a killer one. So uh, the other one I got, I actually got today in the mail. So this is actually my pick of the week because I've only been able to listen to oh. two new records this week. So it's very, very short. But I, I got this one in the mail today. It took six weeks, six weeks to get to me. Came all the way from just outside of moscow russia and uh i got i got it today it's a bootleg it is <laughs> a bootleg russia <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is a bootleg but the r- real copies cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh but the record is uh aquarium from the band aqua we actually did this record on the podcast maybe a year and a half two years ago <laughs> maybe even not even that long ago and uh it's if you don't know the song barbie girl i don't know where you've been because that is their most popular song and it's a killer song definitely not the best on the record but 
I love this record to death. Go listen to the episode that we did because it was a lot of fun when we did it. But so much nostalgia attached to this album. And I just think the songs are so much fun. They're so dumb, but so much fun. And the first song is called Happy Boys and Happy Girls. I mean, how can you not be happy after listening to that song? So upbeat. I love it. But this one came, like I said, it's a bootleg, but it came on, on a yellow yellow variant. So it looks very nice, very vibrant. I sent you that picture earlier with my lights. Yeah, it looks, it looks so, so good. Cool. It, looks it, so it good. literally looked like you were underwater. Like, that's what I thought. <laughs> it did. It really did. So obviously, ordering from Russia, I was very wary because it's so far away. And, you know, going through all the different countries it took six weeks, but... It came perfect condition. No, no issues. dings, they, nothing. Dude, they packaged packaged it packaged it so well. They put you know they put the vinyl on the outside of the jacket so you don't get the ring wear, and then they they bubble wrapped it. They put like extra little pieces of cardboard in there so it doesn't move. It was in a nice big thick package, like not a normal mailer, like a little like it was like double the size of a normal mailer. <laughs> so, but they they took extra precaution it seems with this and not a single warp. Absolutely no surface noise, nothing. It plays flawlessly. That's crazy. The only the only thing that I did notice on one of the quieter songs, I feel like the mastering on this wasn't great. I mean it's a bootleg, but I feel like that's the one of the quieter songs came in much louder than the rest of the record. And I don't remember the CD or the streaming sounding like that. And also on this, there's a, a B side. They put it a B side as the last song called Didn't I? And it, that does sound significantly different than the rest of the record. But also it's a B-side. So it wasn't even originally mastered the same way or mixed the same way as the regular record. But outside like, of those two small things. Whatever. Do you like having the B-side there? Oh, I love that B-side. Yeah, didn't I? Didn't I is a banger of a song. Oh, it's no. such a fucking banger. If it was a bad B-side, would you still like it on there? Eh, yeah, I'd, I'd be accepting of it. I, I mean, I'm always for more songs, regardless if they're bad or good. Throw me, throw me a shitty B-side on the end of an album. I'll, I'll still be happy because you just get more music. It's fine. You do. Yeah, you do. And yeah. this, is a, this is a nice 180-gram vinyl, too. Like, this is good quality stuff. The, the labels on the actual record, they, they look really nice. Like, they don't look bootleg at all. And then there's a little... Because it came from this company called Machina Records in Russia. And their little logos on the label... Like it, they really made this look legit, Damn. and it even comes with like a like an insert of the like a picture of the band and the lyrics and everything like that, and then they also threw in like a um, like an advertisement for other music that's popular in the area, like dance music. So there's a bunch of like Russian artists that you that's can order so from. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. I dig. I don't know. I'm I'm totally into it. So, but I was so I was so worried how this would arrive if it even arrived because I've you know you hear so many horror stories about ordering from russia like there's always been issues or a lot of issues with it like sloan he got like a broken record right oh, it was it was warped but it looked like a fucking cereal bowl <laughs> it was it was the most warped thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> oh it's terrible funny but terrible yeah. but now this this looks great and for a bootleg i mean this is a it is so it's so bass heavy too and i guess that's how the the record is already because it's euro pop you know, dance pop, dance music, but man, it, it, the low end is so nice. It's so loud. Ah, oh, it sounds fantastic. I'll bring it over next time I come to Arizona. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll force I, you to listen to it. I definitely want to hear that. See, I don't know if you're being sarcastic. Or I'm not. definitely being sarcastic. I, I <laughs> it's fine. It, it's I, nothing against it. I liked the album. 
But I mean, yeah. I, I aside from from Candyman, Barbie Girl, and maybe this song, I, I don't think I'd ever go back to this album. And I, I didn't buy it. Well, you didn't buy it, but yeah, you're also very apprehensive about buying bootlegs and that's true. Shit from overseas, but I think you gave this record on the pod. I think you gave it a two point five or something like that. You I gave it a high rating. Making stuff up, but I'm I'm more I'm more likely to buy things overseas than I am to say bootleg because at least buying overseas, if anything happens to it in transit, you have a better chance of getting some type of refund. Because mm-hmm. it's just coming from overseas, and the chances of something happening to it are higher anyway. So I, I feel like it's it's low risk, high reward buying from overseas. Ah, okay, all right. But I was a little I was a little nervous because when because you're given I was given a tracking number, a Russian tracking number, and the guy shipped it out within like three hours of me ordering it, which I thought, oh, this is fucking rad. And that was on October fifth, and I got <laughs> no update until I think four days ago that it finally arrived in New Jersey. So it went from Russia on October 5th to four days ago in New Jersey with no up, zero update. Yeah. So I had no idea where it was at. It's yep. great. Yeah. Great times. But so I'm, I'm going to play my favorite Aqua song, my favorite song on the op- record, obviously. And that's a uh, my, oh my terrible, terrible music video, but whatever. Great song. So here it is. My, oh my from the Aquas. you go with my world famous fade right there <laughs> uh that is my oh my from aqua my favorite song from them and i have no shame liking this group as much as i do i don't give a fuck they're great they're i so mean good. it's not it's <laughs> they're goofy but really, i mean they make catchy music just because it's inherently sounding the same it's it's catchy yeah yeah Ah, it really is. I remember being so embarrassed too. It was like a year and a half, two years ago when I went out to your house with Tammy 
And on our way back, I'm like, oh, let's listen to Aqua. So I put on all three of their records just on oh, shuffle. That's, that's a little much. <laughs> and, and we got like an hour into it and she looks over at me and she's like, do you really know every single song? Because I was singing along to every fucking song. And then I got really embarrassed. Well, as you should, because this band's not that good <laughs> like, in, in any capacity. And we're talking a handful of songs. I I will gladly listen to, even still to this day, The Candyman, I, I will still listen to to this day because it's fantastic. It's a great song, yeah. But I'm not going to sit oh, through man. fucking 40 minutes of this. No way. <laughs> but you did when we fucking did it on the pod. So yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. You loved every minute of it. Yeah. You're, you're lying right now when there's like actual documented evidence that you really like this record and the other two and people can go back and listen to it and i and i suggest that people go back and listen to it and listen to us break it down because we really broke down this record it was great it's a great episode yeah no it was it was uh, it was fine it was good it was fine yeah no <laughs> it was such fine. An idiot. sure yeah oh boy oh boy okay so that's all they got for the vinyl and um yeah so let's move on to some new music and other happenings in the music world do you want to play any of these songs or nah Uh, i don't think so because i'm good with not playing any of them it's not open of course i don't open my document you're never prepared you're you're never prepared this is every episode no no i mean two of these songs are are one of these songs is good another song is is okay and the rest are (laughs) oh i know which one you like I know which one you like. Mm. The worst, too. The worst. Mm. Uh, okay, so some new albums that were released this week. Taylor Swift, she's on this journey of re-recording all of her old music, putting it back out because she pretty much wants all of her rights back, which, good for her. So she re-released, or re-recorded and released the her album Red, and I've yet to listen to any of these uh, re-recorded albums. Have you? No. Because <laughs> I thought you really liked the, what was it, Hopeless? What, Helpless? Fearless. Oh, Fearless, Fearless. I thought you really liked that, so I'm surprised you didn't go back and listen to it. Honestly, I think I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty burned out on Taylor Swift. I just, I, it's just such an onslaught of her in the news for the past couple mm-hmm. of years. It's just so annoying. Mm-hmm. And I, I've, I've, I've tried to sing her praises as, as much as I possibly can and get behind her, but at this point, I'm, just, I'm fucking tired of seeing her face. I really am. <laughs> I mean, she is really great. She is really great. And she's very smart. You fucking smart. hate Taylor Swift. What are you talking about? But I agree with you. Like, it's it's just too much. Just go away. Way too much. Too much. Too overexposed. It's like Beyonce. Yeah, she's she's talented. She's a great voice. But you can only take so much. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Swift is way better than Beyonce, honestly. But just throwing that one out there. That must mean you really, really hate Beyonce because you really don't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> I so like Taylor you Swift. You must fucking hate Beyonce. I like she has some Taylor Swift has some great fucking songs. Anyway, so she she uh, put up that re-recorded version of Red. Check it out. Uh, she's like surprised dropping them as well, which is I think I, I like that a lot. I really do. I, like that. I mean, I guess I she's surprised hype. dropping I this. Hate okay, hype. I hate Be, it. but she's already hyped that she's doing this. So she I guess has, yeah, it's like saying, "Hey, I'm going to do something. I'm just not going to tell you when." And, it's, and then she does it. I mean, it's not it's not that big a surprise. It's still a big surprise. It's, no, it's not a big surprise. It's just, it's, okay, I guess. Cool. I, I knew Why? you were going to do it. I just didn't know when. <sighs> so no hype. No, I'm just, no I'm, I'm just, I think I'm just so, I'm so tired of this girl. I'm so tired of her. <laughs> but you, oh my God, you loved her two I years know. ago. I know. I did shut up about her. In two years, like, she's just not, she's, I mean, even Facebook just won't fucking leave me alone about her. 
It's annoying. I think a lot of it. I think a lot of it for you is that the people in the vinyl groups that we fought that we're in, they just cannot stop talking about Taylor Swift. I know. It's so fucking annoying. And I just I don't like folklore. I don't. I don't. It's okay. Yeah, it's not a bad it's record, fine. but it's not amazing at all. It doesn't necessitate ten different variants. <laughs> True. And I think yeah. I think now that we've started collecting too, and just how much of the stuff that we really want that hasn't been pressed, you know, five thousand times, and it's only been pressed mm-hmm. five hundred times, is now being backed up because, to be honest, people like Taylor Swift, who have this clout in the industry, are getting five thousand pressings for albums that have already come out and aren't even that I good. Know. I know, I know. I, w- I was at Target a couple of days ago, and I went to the vinyl section, and it's like they only have like maybe twenty five different records there, but it's just like all the same shit you see all the time. You know, it's just it's a little bit of a mixture of the classic rock with mostly new stuff, and it's just ugh. And like even the classic rock stuff, it's like okay, the Beatles, Let It Be, uh, probably Back like, in Black, probably fucking yeah, Back in Black, yeah, Queen, Queen. yeah, Queen's like yeah, it's. It's so and, and probably Queen's greatest hits too, the one with all four yeah. of them on the cover, all looking all sexy. Yeah. Not even like an actual Queen album. It's just it, it, that <laughs> shelf calm, space. Yeah. These people, these these corporations, whoever's pressing these, know that shelf space is limited, and so if they flood it with these albums, then they can write their own ticket. Oh, and then like that Kendrick Kendrick Lamar record, I see it all the time. And at Target, they probably had like fifteen copies of it. Which one? The the Mad City record. Uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, they had they Should had probably it. like fifteen copies of it, which it, it's a fine record, but damn, fifteen brand new sealed copies. You should have bought all fifteen. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's a dumb that's a dumb idea. I would have done it. Taylor Swift, yeah. So, Wolf Mother, another band that their first album was fantastic in two thousand six. Never really listened to them after, but I'm kind of curious about this one. I don't know why. But it's called Rock Out. It just came out this week, and. Um, I don't know. I just want to give it a shot. I haven't yet, but some people still really really like them. So I don't know. Are you going to give it a spin? I do. I, I am really curious about this too, because that album is really fucking good. And yeah, first it's, record is it's been a while since I've listened to it in its entirety outside some f- singles that are on various playlists, but I, I wonder if it holds up as well as like, I think it does. And I just, I don't know. I, I'm curious about this because they fucking rocked. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I've listened to that record in its entirety in 10 years. Yeah. It's been a long-ass time. But man, when that when that CD came or record came out, it was flying off the shelves. And I remember it was so it was like $8 for, for a brand-new CD. Most brand-new CDs started at $10 at Tower Records, and then they went up between $10 and $12.99. But that one, that one came out at $7.99 at Tower Records because they were unknown. But then it fucking they blew up. Absolutely blew up with that record. Anyway, yeah, that I'm was curious. a long time ago. That was 15 fucking years ago. <laughs> oh, man. Long time. So some new songs that came out. First one here is from my favorite band, the greatest band of all time, uh, without argument. Um, the Corn. Corn put out a new song called <laughs> Start the Healing. Let me tell uh, you. This song sucked, man. For I'm being sorry. The, this song was for being the greatest band of all time, <laughs> they put out stuff like this. The song sucks. It fucking sucks. This song wasn't just... I, I, I expected it, it to be boring. dumb. I expected it to be dumb, and I expected it to be pointless, but yeah, it was uh, this was like embarrassing. It's just so boring. And coming off the coattails of, of essentially our album of the week, it's just like, damn, you guys, you guys, uh, you guys fucked up. You guys did something really yeah. stupid. 
And their, their last record was really good. The Nothing, that was a solid, solid record. I did like that record, yeah. Yeah, surprisingly you did. Yeah, And mm-hmm. I mean, you've, you've kind of become a cornman, you know, in the last couple of years, which is fantastic. Finally, yeah. it took you fucking long mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. You even, come on, dude. You bought their first record, the greatest record ever made on vinyl. Come on. That's, come on. Uh, that's but, so you know, wrong. Yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> want to go into it. <laughs> but this song, Start the Healing, uh, their, their bass player, Fieldy, he's, he's on hiatus from the band. So going off their, their previous track record, he's probably not in the band anymore because they did this to the drummer and he never came back. Um, yeah, this is, uh, it has like, I don't know, it's just, there's no there's no defining characteristic of Korn in this. I think the mix of the song is terrible. It's so bad. Everything everything that should be quieter is louder and it's, it's fucking terrible. I don't know who, who was working on this record with them, but whoever it is is just doing a terrible job. <laughs> it sounds like trash. It really but, like, but like outside of then, the songwriting. The song itself sucks. Yeah. yeah, no, no, the song itself I agree. The song itself is not good. But then you throw in like everything else, the behind the scenes stuff, and it just makes it that much worse. Yeah. It's just not it's not a good song. I, I'm I think this is probably the worst song they've ever put out. Well, second worst song they've ever put out. What's the worst song? There's, they had a song called Haze that was oh. on some video game soundtrack that was fucking terrible. Um but now the song is pretty terrible. Yeah. Pretty, pretty terrible. And, and that, that hurts me a lot because they are the greatest band to ever live. That's <laughs> so uh, silly. <laughs> but I did pre-order the vinyl. So. Did you really? No, you did not. I did. I did, no I, did, I did. You're such I a ordered, I ordered. I ordered. I pre-ordered the uh, the silver one from Revolver. Because huh. I, I like... I, Revolver does a really good job with their packaging and, and their presentation. And it's the same price as the website. So I just went with Revolver. And they actually have like a limited pressing... So I went with that. Okay. Uh, So the next band here, this is a cover. So Rise Against, the next band is Rise Against. (laughs) They they did a cover like live EP or something like that. And one of the songs they did was a CCR song and it was Fortunate Son. Dude, it's fucking. I hate it so much. It's it's fine. I hate it. You're an idiot if you like. What's this. why is it bad? This is not did you, bad. Did you listen to the other any of the other songs? Yeah, I listened to the whole thing. I thought oh, Hybrid Moments Moments was cool. Dude, I like that, was that one. Worst one. Hybrid Moments was the worst one. How what what is bad about this? Dude, I, I know such, it's not I, okay, it, but like, what is stand, bad about this? I can't I can't stand his vocals. They're like one of the worst things ever. I would rather listen to a Creed song. Than you're like your your hatred is just you're like snowballing at this point. Like you don't even know what's in the middle of the snowball. You just <laughs> you just keep piling on with no actual good reason because this Ugh. is not a bad cover. They do the original even, justice. They put it in their own spin. But and they in don't. The rise though. against. What do you mean they don't? They're of course like, they do. That, it's such a half-assed version of the original. Like I understand they put it in their own in their own like kind of thing, but that's not like a good thing. Just because they put it in their own style doesn't make you, it a good thing. What are you talking about? That's exactly what a cover should be. Why cover a song if you're just going to sound like the fucking original? That's stupid. That's just pointless. Just don't do it. Like, if, okay, so yeah, don't make the song sound like exactly like the original. And oh, if so you're do make put it your sound own like spin with on your it. style. No, no, but but if you're going to put your own spin <laughs> on it, have a good have a good have a good style. So the, so you you complaining not that the cover they, itself they, is bad. You just don't like the band. So you're not, the band you're not, sucks. But so you're not, like, sucks. But you're not accusing the cover itself of being bad. You're just like, no, because the band is bad, therefore all of their songs that they do are now bad. And therefore well, the all of the covers they do are bad. Well, no, absolutely. you just said the cover is bad because I don't like the band. That's nothing well, to yeah, do with how they executed style, the cover. Because, because their style is not good. They have, 
their style of music is not good. But again, their you're saying I don't like the terrible. band, therefore everything they do I don't like. You have that no, that I means gave it nothing chance, about though. the execution of the cover. The execution is, of the cover was the solid. It was fine. The execution was in their style, and their style is not good. I don't like the band, therefore everything they do I don't like. Okay, but then that's why, not true. Why, I listen, why even bring it up? I listened to those two songs, and they were not good. They were in their style, and it was not good. So it was honestly with Rise Against doing these covers, it was a lose lose situation because, I, like like you said, they're either going to do it in the same exact style as the original artist, and they or never have put their own spin on it, or they're going to put their own spin on it. And both are loses. They're both loses. You, but you like because you're, they're you're in some stops. weird minority where, where again, you hate Rise Against just because they have one you've song. always they have hated one, Rise Against. One good song, and that, that is song why is so that fucking is, good. That is why you hate Rise Against. You they hate Rise one. Against because you've always hated Rise Against. You have no but idea also, why you hate Rise no, Against. Okay, you okay. just know that you've okay. hated Rise okay, Against for so long that if you stop hating go. Rise Against, you're going to sound like an idiot. So you're like the, you're like George Costanza right now. No, you no, will no, go no, the no, rest no, of no, your no, life no, no. hating Rise no, no, Against no, no, no. because you've already no. done it for so long. That be, then if you stop hating Rise Against, you're you're a little like an idiot, and so you're just gonna do no. it for the rest of your life for no other reason than you've already been doing it. You're completely wrong because it's 100 percent true. Okay. I've never, admittedly, I've never liked Rise Against. I've seen them live like three times. Not good. They're not good. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. They're not good. But then, then. You brought the song State of the Union to me like a year and a half ago, maybe? It's like five and I years thought, ago. I, but you oh, never... But regardless. No, we're not fucking that. No, scratch that. It was, like, it was like a decade ago, but you scoffed no, it at it. Yes, it was. Because okay. John and me were listening to that shit in high about, school. Okay. And we, you okay. scoffed at it. You're like, oh, it's Rise Against. This is a perfect example. You scoffed at it like a decade ago because it was Rise Against. Solely because you don't like Rise Against. Therefore, yeah. you have to continue hating Rise Against. Okay, and, then you not, actually, you, and then you actually stop talking and listen to the song. And you're like, holy shit. This is actually pretty good. And that was yeah, like was. five years after we had already gave it to okay. you. Okay. And this is a perfect and example. Yeah, that you good. just hate Rise Against for the sole purpose of you continue to hate them because you've always hated them. But then them, I so also, then but, then, them. but you're not also not giving me credit because I did take the chance and I did listen to State of the Union and I really enjoy that song. I think it's a solid song. It's always on my playlist, my main playlist. You had to because I put it as my song of the week and until we did and this I, pod, you yeah, never would have given it credit and you didn't give exactly, it credit. Exactly. No, you're right. You're right. Just like you didn't give corn credit until I brought it to the pot. I no, that's not you fair. That's not fair at all because okay, I've fair. no, I've it's always liked thing, a handful of corn songs. Now you're lying. I've always bullshit. liked a handful of corn songs. Not bullshit at all. All you do is talk shit. All you do of is course talk I do because they're fucking goofy. They look goofy and they sound goofy and they act goofy. What do you want me to do? Oh yeah, because but I have always so fucking cool. I have like, always we, liked. Are the epitome tonight, of cool, right? Now you just yelling because you know you're wrong. You know since high school, since we have talked. You, you can keep talking as I'm talking. You only talk. What do you want to do? Continue. You continue talk or come on, Poe. Come continue on, Poe. Continue the joke. Continue you, the joke. You know, since day one, I have liked a handful of corn songs. That is a fucking known fact. Maybe like legit, probably like when I say a handful, I mean five. Because that's my hand, my fingers, I have five of them on one hand. I have like okay. five corn songs since I've heard them. But you're right. When I started listening to them more, I like 1.5 albums. But that's it. You're the worst. <laughs> I think Corn's Corn is good because it defined a genre. And on the vinyls, it just sounds fucking fantastic. It's one of the coolest sounding albums that I have. But I've always mm-hmm. liked a handful of Corn songs. I just make fun of them because it irritates you. I mean, there's no other reason for it. For the same reason I make fun of anything just to irritate people. 
But True. rise against, yeah. you've never given them their shot. Okay, when and you brought at this at this point, it's done. There's no way you will ever like Rise Against, even if they come out with Which an album bullshit. that is fantastic, because you've been hating them for so long that I know for a fact that you will never like anything they ever do again, even if it's good, because you've already been stuck in that way. But that is wrong because that is one hundred percent true. No, because like I already said, when when you brought State of the Union to the pod, I really enjoyed it, and I even went back and listened to that record. That was five years after I told you about. Maybe even regardless, more. okay, it doesn't Maybe matter. Maybe even more. It doesn't matter. It was still after. It was way after the fact. Doesn't matter. It was way. So are you after saying the fact. like? Are you saying as you get older, your tastes change somewhat, or you start to hear things? That you've never heard before. Okay, maybe you're gonna hear something in the Rise Against song you never heard before. But you, like I said, got I, off your I fucking really enjoyed for Union. one second and decided to stop hating them. But just because I hear something for the first time, I have to automatically like it. That's what you're implying. What? 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 When did I imply that? You're inferring covers, things that are not these, happening. No, at all. about these covers. That's what no, you're saying. Like, I didn't. Not one time did I say these covers were good. I just said they're not bad. They're they're bad. I wouldn't pl- I wouldn't playlist them. I thought Hybrid Moments was cool. It was a fun listen. I wouldn't buy the album. I wouldn't buy the vinyl. I'm not going to play this of songs, but they were cool. I enjoyed them, but they're uh, not bad. Like my God, they're, they're not. They're not yeah. bad. The corn song they're we bad. just played was bad. The she and him song no, I, is I bad. The rise against is not bad. Oh, so you? I know what's what you think is good now. Okay, so let, let's move on from the rise against. Let, let, let's get on to the other one that you hate so much, and that's uh, she and him. They put out a new holiday song called. I mean, it's a cover of Last Christmas. And which is a banger of a song, honestly. I mean, you talk about the right? most fucking vanilla, boring, <laughs> fucking person. I see, like this is this is another example. Of, I just, <laughs> but it's not just me. There's a huge following of people that also think like Zoe Deschanel is just. She's not bad, but like my God, why is she popular? Yeah, yeah. I think my, just because she's pretty. I, I that's all that it is. I, I think that's really it. That's Her fucking not that so great. stupid. It's not. No, it's not. Don't say it's not that great because it's, it's like Keanu Reeves. It's not good. She's not a good actress <laughs> at all. It's 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 she's not bad, but she's not good by any means. She's been in a couple good movies, though. Like and her, and her and her voice, her voice is is fine, but it's just because she always sings in like a slower, higher register. So if you can just even hit those monotone notes, you're going to be fine anyway. <laughs> Boring. Everything she does is boring. I'm bored with her. Move on. It still wasn't a bad cover. And, I, and I'm not ready for Kirsten music right now. <laughs> that's another thing, too. Well, okay, <laughs> I'm not, okay. I'm not fair, ready to, not ready to cross that plane yet. That's fair. I mean, I love Christmas music. I, I mean, give it to me. I fucking love it. I love there, it so much. There's only one album every Christmas I listen to, and that is Because you are the one. worst. That You're is the worst. It. It's just one. I do it every year. I, what, I have, what is it? It's what the, is it? It's the Chipmunks Christmas Baby. That's it. The most annoying. That the most annoying it. music you could possibly fucking listen to. I got on a nice like foil cover on the vinyls. And I I'm th- I throw it on. Actually, this will be the first. No, last year I threw it on. Yeah. And uh, I, that's it. That's it. That's all. That's all I do. Oh my god, dude! You're the worst. You're the fucking worst. Ah, okay. So the last thing here, the last new song comes from Dashboard Confessional. They put out a new song called Here's to Moving On. And uh, this is all acoustic based. So this is right up your alley. You, all you acoustic, baby. This. You love this shit. Here is why I like this, but not love it. I don't okay. love it because I don't think it's very catchy. It's okay. not, it's not, for me, it's not, he wasn't a teen when he was writing a lot of this. But like as high schooler, 
listening to Dashboard meant something different than it does now. But in high school, there was a lot of very, very catchy hooks on top of kind of like really cool chord progressions. That's not here. That's, that's long gone, and that's fine. But here's why I like it is because it's, it's, it's back to basics. And not to say like the band thing that Dashboard did for a very long time was bad, because even in, what, 2015, 16, that kind of yeah, sort of song, Oh yeah, that that Dude, was a, that was a pretty decent song. That was a fucking banger of a song. That was unbelievable. That's one of the best full band dashboard songs that they've ever done. Very so f- pop based. Full band dashboard isn't a bad thing, and they do a lot like Vindicated. It's a fucking banger of a song. <laughs> Vindicated sucks. <laughs> this one, no, it doesn't. You're crazy. This one's <laughs> this one's cool because <laughs> we're getting back to basics here. Not only like musically, but lyrically. Yeah. So here, here's 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 like the first opening lines. Right, he mm. says. I feel like I find something new to remind me of you all the time. A picture, a hairband, a song, or this cork from this bottle of wine. <laughs> Come on, dude. Wow, that's <laughs> like, so dumb. We're talking teenage heartthrob here, but now we're adding like the alcohol aspect to it. Yeah. But we're not talking beer, right? We're getting a little bit more adult. Because here. we're grown. Because we're grown. <laughs> so now we're talking about wine. And that's why I'm very, very interested in this in this song and anything that comes out of this. And I hope it's all acoustic uh, and I hope it's all whiny adult stuff instead of whiny teenager stuff. And that's I, why I, I mean, like I, it. I think it would be better if it was all just an acoustic guitar and, and that's it. That would be much better than a full band. The full band never really, never was never really that good, but that was, oh, what was the one song on the, the last song on the album we did on the pod? Oh, oh this bitter pill. Yes. That song was so good oh he's never screamed like that ever since Dude, then. that was it, it was it was just the build-up and just oh my gosh that song was that song was perfection i yeah. will say that it was perfection he's, and i'm not i'm not a dashboard man i'm i'm not a chris carabaman <laughs> yeah especially in that, that acoustic format with very very whiny emo lyrics either yeah, it's just not my thing but that song man that song got me that That's, got me good he was just another another example of somebody who was just very in tune with with what he was trying to say lyrically but also like articulating it through the guitar and it yeah. was just it was he, the guitar was like a perfect extension of what he was trying to say unbelievable stuff <laughs> but again this is not like great here's to moving on it's not a great song it's just i'm very interested in this are you gonna buy the vinyl based off of the, the song w- would i pre-order the vinyl yes <laughs> you're yes. an idiot <laughs> i would i would <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. So we got uh, anything else to say all right. about no, the song or that, anything that's, else? Uh, that's it, that's all. That's it, that's all. Okay, so thank you all for listening to the podcast. Let's let's get into the into the album, the fucking Boop. album of the week and everything. So go listen to that. Thank you all for listening, listening to this episode. Go to Apple Podcasts. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us. Subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. <laughs> thank you all for listening. I'm stumbling over my own words, and this oh, is okay. terrible. So... Pod talking is <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, that's it. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.